0: Welcome to the Practical Enneagram. In this bonus episode with Leslie Hirschberger, I got to put to her a question that's been plaguing my soul. Does our Enneagram type prevent us from leaving behind certain constructs and progressing in our meaning making architecture? <laughs> There was a piece of that interview that I'd like to pick up and it was about the stages lens. So quickly for people who don't know what that is, I'm referring to... Ken Wilber's Levels of Consciousness, which is also the Spiral Dynamics Framework. You could use those two interchangeably, couldn't you? And and in response to a question from Corey about correlates between Enneagram type and stage, you said that you found no correlate, but you've noticed that our type can mean that we're more vulnerable to getting stuck at a certain stage. And I haven't forgotten that, probably because it plays to a fear of mine of getting stuck. Yeah, can we take it as a given that at certain periods of our development, we're going to really need to rally additional resources to support movement?
1: This is a complicated question because Mm. one of the things I'm drawn, I love spiral dynamics, Mm. and and at the same time, I'm mostly drawn to Keegan's work, and I've been really looking more at Kepser's work because I love the the inside-out approach of of those, Uh, Keegan. Mm. Keegan so clearly understands people and in terms you know in terms of how he teaches it and how he how he wrote his book in or over our heads. So with, so with that said, yeah. um I'll say this is that 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 came out of a question from but- Brother David Stendhal-Rost, who's a mm-hmm. Benedictine monk and he was at a training with Ken and Thomas Ke- father Thomas Keating and we we ended up in the elevator together and he said, Leslie, do you think, that Enneagram stages or Enneagram types are, you know, the correlates. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I heard myself say, <laughs> as I said, no, but I do think types can get stalled at, at different mm-hmm. stages. So for example, there's a stage of development called traditional. Ken calls it amber, some call it blue. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's stages of faith has a has a name anyway. It's, where, it's a, where the construct is who I am in the eyes of the community. Mm-hmm. Who I am in the eyes of, of the other and um, the traditional values, traditional mores, um, there's 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 hierarchy, there's 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 laws, there's rules, there's customs, there's rituals that we abide by to bind us together in community. Well if you look at type 1, 2 and 6, mm-hmm. those are the called the compliant types on the enneagram. In corporate land I call them cooperators. Mm-hmm. And mostly it's mostly because they are very attuned to the demands of the superego. You know, for three in three different ways. The 2 mm-hmm. it's for that communal connection and and for for 6s it's you know the authority and the rules and that's why we see so many sixes in say the church or the military or the police force or law, you know, so often those are, unless you're a counterphobic six and you're saying, screw the military, screw the police, (laughs) but but in any way, they're very aware of these traditional constructs. So I was reflecting on that because I do work with a lot of people, um, kind of post church people, Mm you know, I, I live in the Midwest, uh, of the United States. So that Mm -hmm. it's a, very church world and particularly as millennials and gen x are stepping in mm. they're very post church where they can get very stalled at how i'm seen in the eyes of the community mm. what are the rules it's 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 like they're almost apologizing for kind of rebelling in some way mm. um Sevens might be really drawn to that orange, entrepreneurial, exciting, new, you know, learning, and that self-focus. Because remember, those stages move to traditional, and orange is an I, and green Mm. is a we. So the sevens can be self-referencing and very. I see it a lot in integral where they think they're integral and it feels a lot of times like it feels more orange mm-hmm. you know particularly people who haven't been through a lot of the training and they've just come to the stages and everyone wants to believe their integral yeah. and in my experience we have you know shadow more shadow in different stages and then nines might be more more inclined to say be green you know harmony coexist you know mm-hmm. that kind of postmodern, um, understanding different, you know, perspective taking and moral relativism and all of those kinds of, you know, yeah. green stage. And I would say AIDS can get really stalled at red because they're a very instinctual type. Um, so it's more that. And I so I see that somebody can have a cognitive understanding of a girl, but based on their type base, it's such a complicated mix. Yeah.
0: And it, and, it, and I guess we don't, uh, it's only when looking to support people in their development. So you'll you'll get clients coming in, won't you, In who are maybe yeah, just looking for those early footholds into the next stage and also having to circumvent the patterns of their type to do that as well. It feels like an additional hurdle. Do you have a way of approaching that situation? Yeah.
1: Because I see the stages as more fluid, almost more perspectives, I would see them more in a kind of rather than the mountain, I would see them a little bit more of a, um, like an ecosystem. I feel like we, we humans are so much more complex than that. Mm -hmm. Although I'm appreciative that the way they were taught to me, that's not always been my experience in working with people around myself. With that said, it's helpful for me to know what's happening, to know how, how frightening it is. And it's mostly from my own experience, whereas when I started changing my politics, I was terrified. Yeah. I was terrified. I was gonna. I'm a social subtype, right. so social belonging is very important. And how frightening! I would lay in bed at night, feeling the change and feeling so afraid. So if I were working with me, it wouldn't be about educating me about the other stages, although that's useful because that's how I came across Ken's work. I felt like he was describing what was happening on the inside of me, mm-hmm. because when I went the way from for me, it was like I started. I got into the Enneagram in my 30s. I was a practicing Catholic at the time. I wanted to focus on the spiritual dimension of the Enneagram. So I went and got a master's in theology. Mm-hmm. And so I go to Helen Palmer and the work with her, she and David Daniels and my interiors are getting deconstructed mm-hmm. through the lens of the Enneagram. And I went into this theology training, which is the Jesuits are very progressive mm-hmm. and my externals, my external constructs. And from a quadrant perspective, the lower right was and lower left was just getting deconstructed and I felt like I had no ground on which to stand. Yeah. Then a family secret comes out, you know, that's told. And then all that, then my family's identity is mm. deconstructed. And I just felt like that, that, the free fall, when I think of what was supportive of me. And for me, I have to first see with, with the client, this is where their type is helpful. What's getting lost mm. for the two, my community, mm. all of the people I love and who love me. Or a nine will be saying that I've, I've I'm losing all of all of my belonging. You know, uh, for me as a seven, that was definitely what was happening. But we head types want to find a construct to make sense of it all, and that was somewhat that was very helpful for me to read books to understand. But boy, oh boy, in the transformation, I simply needed a holding container, and that was my enneagram learning community container. It was a group holding container for what was happening inside of me where they could be present to me as I was to myself, teach me, work with practices, because we do a lot of movement and um, panel work uh, that could start opening me and grounding me. So that's the work I do with people Mm -hmm. is a one-on-one work of really seeing what's happening inside, what intervention needs to be made. Usually it's an Enneagram intervention. And then I send them to books, books, I'll send them to podcasts. I'll send them practices, to mm. support their new learning. Like you're not crazy. Yeah, Think about leaving your church. You know, yeah. for me, it was the pedophilia scandal was going on. Mm. Then my mm. for, and my pastor embezzled a million dollars. And it just was it was all like my world was getting deconstructed. And I was, this was my church. It was my community. It was my people. It was a really, really painful time. And that's when, so I have a lot of empathy for people going through some sort whatever the deconstruction is. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll see yeah. people raised in very progressive homes, longing for some of the traditional stuff for ritual longing. I mean, I think that's why Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. has taken such hold in mm-hmm. progressive people raised by progressive. So often he's He's building some sort of traditional container. It's yeah. just been fascinating for yeah. me to watch. So rather than learning them a thing or two, yeah. it's like what's happening inside of them that a need is getting met how can I support it? And with my go-to person with all of this is Cynthia Bourgeau. And she's, Mm -hmm. I just find her brilliant. And Mm -hmm. um, what was really interesting when she and I've had conversations, she's really a huge fan of three-centered practice and her Mm -hmm. book, The Wisdom Way of Knowing is one I recommend to a lot of people. When I read her book at first, as I saw it, I thought the heart type is the, you know, the body type moving and this kind of thing. And as I've started to work with people, that's not been my experience, but I encourage you all to Use your own experience as your part of your practice with a good coach or spiritual director, or and I think groups are very important.
0: Yeah, thank you. So what I'm hearing is, yeah, just resources at that time when people were moving through transitionary spaces. This tracks with Peter Levine's work on in trauma as well, doesn't it? He does a lot
1: with the with the somatic resourcing. But one of the things I'll work with clients is what are your inner resources? What are outer resources? Mm -hmm. Who are people who can hold a container? Who are books? What are books? What are podcasts? What are movies? What are groups? And I do believe, and that's why I wanted to get this course out to start my cohort, the Collective Wisdom cohort, because Mm -hmm. I do see the guru model is is stale for these times. Mm -hmm. I'm really appreciative of it. This really came from my integral studies. I'm so respectful of good lineage. You know, Mm -hmm. lineage is really important, but to have people of mature people wanting to develop in a group, you know, my experience of my learning community, yes, Helen put it together, but the learning came from one another, you know, Mm -hmm. Helen's meditations and spiritual practice, but the learning came from the panels, from the dyads, from the work with one another and just a lot of trust that mm. arises in a collective field of people doing intentional three-centered practice I don't think it can come from one center anymore
0: mm. it's making me think of that Gajif quote that any grand prison project use it's difficult to do work alone <laughs> I've misquoted it but impossible yeah. to do the work alone or something yeah
1: that's I couldn't agree with her more yeah. I don't think it's like my a friend of mine, the friend I talked about when I visited London. She talked about her friend who'd been meditating, you know, for 10 years, you know, and came and spent, you know, an hour with her children and he was off the mm. sudden <laughs> this piece was 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 very interrupted. I mean, I think there's something that happens. Our lives can be an important practice. Yeah. And uh, mm. transformational groups are very important because it grounds you. It's almost mm. like I was we met twice a year and mm. just it would be like I was always so ready to go and be with the group and and work on our stuff because then you could see all your projections in the group. It's a safe enough group. I'm a social subtype. I've done all sorts of projections with that group. When I went to the integral theory, projected all over the people.
0: (laughs) Probably just more aware of it. We all do it, don't we? Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed that. In the next episode, I'll be interviewing yet another brilliant Enneagram teacher, Ingrid Hurwitz, who is also writing a PhD on the development of the Inner Observer. Do subscribe and consider leaving me a rating or a review from the service you to subscribe.